What does barbecue mean to you? It's all about family. Good food. Summertime and friends. Of nostalgia. A whole lot of tasty. Soul-filling, belly-filling goodness. All of my favorite foods. A cultural touchstone. For me, it's a tether to the people who came before me. Getting together with family and friends. Hello, friends, and welcome to episode number 185 of the Eat More Barbecue Podcast. I do appreciate you all listening in. I hope you all enjoyed the year in review episodes of the last couple of weeks. I always enjoy going back through the year worth of shows and remembering the interviews and the great people I had the privilege of speaking with. As we get back into new content here in 2022, I'm excited to welcome Kevin Sandridge to the podcast this week. Based out of Florida, Kevin is the host of the Barbecue Beat podcast, which is one of the podcasts I was listening to before deciding to start my own show. I remember early on having a text conversation with him about how to record the audio off of Zoom or Skype calls. He's a great guy and was very helpful, and if you're not already subscribed to the Barbecue Beat podcast, I suggest you do it now. The best sauce on the planet. Friends, I've been telling you about Sticky Fix from Motley Q for a while now. Recently named the 2021 best sauce on the planet at the American Royal World Series of Barbecue Sauce Contest, Sticky Fix will be your new go-to, perfect for the whole family. Believe me when I say, this stuff goes great on everything from quick grilled chicken to a 16-hour slow-smoked pork butt. Joe and Jess from Motley Q are mainstays on the Canadian competition barbecue scene, and their years of culinary and competition experience shine through in all of their products. They put lots of time and careful attention into each item, and they love how barbecue brings people together. Barbecue is a big part of their family, and they want to help everyone make it a part of theirs too. Motley Q, sauces and seasonings are crafted to... Motley Q sauces and seasonings are crafted to deliver high-quality flavor to all barbecue dishes, from beef, chicken and pork to wild game and vegetables. They've got a sauce or seasoning fit for any dish or occasion. Visit motleyq.ca, that's M-O-T-L-E-Y-Q-U-E dot C-A, to see their full lineup and get your bottle of the best sauce on the planet. Listeners of the Eat More Barbecue podcast can use the discount code EATMOREQ to save 15% off your order. Order. That's discount code E-A-T-M-O-R-E-Q-U-E at MotleyQ.ca. Welcome back, everybody, another episode of the show. And uh, back on the old Zoom machine here and uh, joining me from Florida, a, a fellow barbecue podcaster, somebody I've been uh, talking online with uh, over the last few years since I started uh, doing this podcast, going back and forth with uh, tips on recording and computer uh, stuff and that sort of thing and uh, great to finally uh, sit down and chat with Kevin Sandridge from the Barbecue Beat podcast. Kevin, how you doing this evening? Thanks for joining me. Hey Ryan, I'm doing very well. Thanks for asking me to be on the show. Yeah, absolutely. Been uh, something I've been wanting to do for a while. We finally managed to get her hooked up here, so um you're down in uh, Central Florida? Is that correct or whereabouts? Yeah, that's right. Um I live Right now, I'm living in a little town called Lake Wales, uh, and uh, it's we're located primarily right. If you look at the peninsula, the north to south, we're mm-hmm. located right in the center portion of it, nice. uh, and uh, right between Tampa and Orlando. Awesome! I uh, drove home in the middle of a borderline blizzard tonight uh, from work, so I suspect slightly different weather than what you're dealing with uh, these days. So good, good on you. <laughs> yeah, that's right. We had a, a a high of maybe 
80 today. So yeah, it was, uh, it's, with the wind, it's around minus 25 Celsius here today. So, <laughs> yep. No. Yep. You can have all that you want. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Kevin, the question I ask everybody, uh, I'll hit you with it. What does barbecue mean to you? Uh, I, I'd say, you know, community, right? It's, it's the connections that make it for us all. Uh, you and I both being in the podcasting, you know, side of things, mm-hmm. I think we, understand that maybe more than some uh, yeah. because as we reach out to people mm-hmm. we make new friendships yeah. and connections and and it's just a blast yeah awesome awesome uh, a little bit about yourself uh, from that area where did you grow up yeah i uh, grew up in central florida okay. uh, from about the age of three dad was in the army when okay. i was born i was actually he was stationed at shape headquarters in belgium oh, nice. um but uh I obviously don't remember much of that. By the time I was two or so, I think we had moved to Winston-Salem, North Carolina. And then my first, you know, real memories pretty much start right here yeah. in Central Florida from that point. Awesome. And uh, you mentioned as we were chatting, a high school teacher just uh, winding down. It's uh, one more day before Christmas break for you. So, uh, Yeah, I'll... I don't know who's more excited, <laughs> us, the teachers or the kids. But yeah. Uh, yeah, it's it's been nice though. Yeah. We here in Florida and Central Florida have been face to face with our students all year. Mm-hmm. It's how I prefer to teach. Yes. Um, you know, we take all the precautions that we can, of course, in the yeah. classroom and distancing and things like that. But it's it's paid off a lot. Uh, the learning gains have been, of course, much better this year. We mm-hmm. we kind of fell behind a little bit. You know, when students were online or. Yeah. hybrid in some way. So yeah, but you know, we've been putting in the work and we're all ready for this uh, break coming up for the next couple of weeks. Yes, indeed. Uh, and, uh, you know, when we get back, we'll, you know, hit the ground running and finish out the rest of the school year. Yes. I've got a, uh, a, a grade, t- a grade 10 student and a first year college student in the house. So, uh, a couple of folks in my household looking forward to that break as well. So that's right. Yep. Uh, so you did uh, earlier on, I guess it would have been the last school year with COVID, did have some online, uh, that sort of thing. And uh, yeah. yeah, the first, the first couple of years ago, towards the end of the year, yeah. everybody came home and, yep. and we just sort of cobbled together an online experience. Last school year for the first part of the year, I was in the room by myself, right. an empty room, broadcasting out primarily to students who were online. And then the second semester came along and that shifted to about half the population of the school coming back onto campus. Uh, And and so we were sometimes in a hybrid situation where I'd have a class full of students, but I'd have some students I'd be talking with via the computer. Mm -hmm. And then this year we're pretty much face to face. Any students who wanted to be online had to go to like a, a virtual program that the county set up. Completely different program. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's probably the best way to do it. So, Yeah, it seems to work out, and I think people are, have been pretty happy with the results so far. Yeah, excellent, excellent. Uh, where did the uh, the cooking and the, the barbecue influence uh, come for you? Um, I think it started for me when I was watching one of those Food Network, mm-hmm. like, steak competitions they had down in Texas, uh, you know, big festival atmosphere. Yeah probably around the early 2000s and i thought wow they they went to the judges and i thought that's a great gig yeah, okay. you know I, I i i like to cook but man how much 
how much better could it get just sitting there being able to eat some yeah. of that amazing food? Yeah, no so I looked around and, and kind of tried to figure out where I could begin that journey. And I came across KCBS, took mm-hmm. the class, started judging, and then eventually did the same for the Florida Barbecue Association. Okay. And so, yeah, it's at this point, um, I think I've judged around 80 plus total contests oh, wow. between the two organizations met some great people as we just discussed barbecue helps us too and uh, it's been a blast so far excellent yeah i uh just this past year got into the competition side of things uh joined a team and uh hey uh, got three competitions under our belt so it was a nice yeah good uh lots of fun Uh, as you mentioned there's the the big barbecue barbecue community uh, and then that competition community is uh, an even tighter circle inside of that. It so, really is. Yeah. yeah, especially if you find yourself, as I imagine you do, you do uh, kind of staying in the same general region for yes. the competitions. Yeah. 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 That. Uh, yeah, we get a few around here. Otherwise, it's uh, pretty substantial travel to get uh, get anywhere. Right. So especially with uh, with COVID over the last couple of years, uh, you know, no uh, no cross border. Uh, that's right that sort of thing so it's been a yeah been a funny couple of years for that so uh the podcast kind of how did that become uh come to be for you the barbecue beat podcast morphed out of um a second blogging effort okay. uh, around barbecue i started a site in early in the early 2000s called the um the barbecue smoker site okay. and uh Went real hard and heavy with SEO and, and a lot of like, you know, you know, monetized links and things of that nature and, and everything did pretty well. Uh, but over time, um, you know, I, I wanted to branch out a little more broadly. So um, I shifted instead of just barbecue smoker stuff, I went over to just barbecue in general, which allows me to play on the concept of barbecue across all of its varied sort of meanings, yes. right? I mean, it means different things to different people regardless or depending on where you live and, yeah, and what you're used to and yep. things like that. Yep, awesome. And when did the uh, when did the podcast get going? I think, uh, I want to say maybe 2016. Okay. so That's right. I, I, I got to a point where with work and everything else, I just couldn't keep putting out written content yes. as readily. It yes. just took a lot of time you you know as you probably know yourself keeping a website fresh and new and it can really kind of be another whole job and and so i thought well i like talking Uh, i like having conversations with people and getting to know them and and so i i moved in that direction and and even as it is i i'm a one to two episode a month guy um you know with (laughs) the 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 cobbling together of a of, of an of a livelihood from a teaching standpoint yes. i teach the high school i teach a couple different college jobs so i squeeze the my fun time is the podcast i yep. squeeze that in as i'm able to but yeah. still having a real fun time with it awesome awesome so when folks are tuning into uh, the barbecue beat podcast what can they what can they expect to hear what's uh so i do a a bit of a few different things i'll sometimes i'll have people on the show who are involved in the competition world. Uh, other times I go pretty far afield. And for instance, I might talk to 
someone who owns a, a sort of farming operation is and might be you know focused on raising sort of old world heritage breeds of animals or vegetables and things of that nature um and sometimes i talk to product manufacturers i recently had a conversation with maca over yeah. with uh, maca knife rolls in australia yep. and uh you know he's doing some really cool stuff he and is, yeah. and it, it, honestly it's it's really it's really the the show content is is based on barbecue live fire related stories and it's who i find interesting out there yeah. you know who like if i figure if it's interesting to me i can i can depend pretty much on it being or count on it being interesting to others as well so yeah, yeah. no awesome uh, you mentioned maka that was a uh, really enjoyed that episode with him um some other notable guests uh you've kind of had on uh um well uh, a couple years back when not this past oh lost you there kevin I don't have audio on you, Kevin. Yeah, I've got no audio for you, Kevin. You How's that? Any oh, better? There, you're back. Yep. Yeah, you just went silent all of a sudden. So Let's see. Weird. Yeah, I got you now, though. Oh, goodness. Let's see. Can you hear me? No? You're not hearing me? I can you hear me? Yep. I can't. I cannot hear you. Weird. Hold on. Let me. Speakers. Solo Scarlet. Yep. Hello. Oh, hey! I got oh. you back. Okay. All right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, was... Sorry about that. Oh, that was. Weird. Um. Yeah. Um. So. Other times I get to talk to interesting people. Yeah. Um, like I said, folks who are into the uh, farming side of things. Mm-hmm. There's a hand-hewn farm up in uh, Fresno, Ohio. Yep. Uh, Andy and his family are, are doing great work up there. And they, they're hosting cool like butchering classes, whole nice. animal okay. processing yep. classes. So it can really range, right? And, and, and those are special episodes that I really kind of um, I get to, to shine a spotlight on people doing really good work but may not have – the the voice mm-hmm. or the the the, the bandwidth to kind of yeah. get their story out there and so i like to kind of you know boost them up as much as i possibly can absolutely now something i really appreciate about your your show and specifically your interview style you, you seem to have a, a very easygoing way about you that allows your guests to open up is that something you've worked on is that just naturally who you are what's uh where does that come from um yeah, I think it's something that actually comes to me through my experience teaching yep. and working with like 10th grade high school students who I'm trying to get to open up about their thoughts and opinions. And while they're quick to share them online, they're really tough to to, to bring into a face-to-face, you know, step out there and be brave with your opinion situation. Yeah. So I always kind of try to create a very comfortable atmosphere. Um, and, you know, it's, it, I try to make it a whole lot of me shutting up and a whole lot of them talking, yeah, you know, and that's, that's a trick. Cause sometimes, yeah. you know, no one likes silence, but sometimes you just kind of 
get them comfortable. Uh, you know, some softball questions. Mm-hmm. I'm not a hard line hitter anyway. I, I don't do the the gotcha interview style. Yeah. And I always try to put my guests in a situation where I feel the subject matter, a little research. I'm sure you do the same. Yep. You do a little background research and study. And you kind of hit on some things you know they're pretty excited about. Yeah, absolutely. I let them uh, let them tell their story, <laughs> right? That's right. Yeah. No, now you, the, you mentioned the Maka interview and just he really seemed to open up to you. And uh, uh, yeah, that was special. Yeah. Um, and that doesn't happen with every episode, as you know. Oh, Sometimes course, yeah. you're just like, oh, man. It's a struggle. That was just Sometimes great. it's a struggle. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I know. Um, but he did. And, yeah. and you know, it, his story really mirrored um, my father's own story. You know, three boys born to a, uh, you know, my, our, my grandfather, their dad, who, yeah. you know, was trying to keep a farm up and running in Virginia, but also had to work full time, you know, on a the railroad system right. and, and all the boys had to get kind of farmed out to different family members. And, wow. you know, that was how it was back yeah. in the, I mean, my dad was born in 30, 31. Okay. You know, and he's passed away some years ago, yep. but, uh, you know, I was, I was a late addition to the Sandridge household, by the way, <laughs> yeah. pretty sure I was a whoopsie baby. Um, nobody's ever told and, you that for sure. <laughs> and I'm okay with that. <laughs> Awesome. Yeah. No, and yeah. So I, it's, it's just something I appreciate about your uh, listening to your show. And uh, thank you. Yeah, thank it's, you. Uh, it's nice to hear those, uh, the stories. That's what I, that's what I try to do. I let the, let folks tell their stories and I appreciate the way you get your guests to open up and share their, their lives. So well done. Yeah. I, I appreciate that. Thank you awesome. so much, Ryan. Uh, besides the podcast, you've got the, uh, the website, uh, barbecuebeat.com, bbqbeat.com. Uh, talk about what folks can find over there. Uh, lots of good stuff there. Yeah, most of the a brief amount of sort of show note informations there. Uh, it's a way for people to get uh, you know quick access to all of the shows. There, mm-hmm. there are some recipes. There's some other general sort of product review content. Yeah. But these days, it's mainly a place where you know the the episodes live. Um, if if people want to catch up on something that I've done and haven't quite gotten into the podcasting apps and things yep. of that nature. They can always find them there. Yeah. One thing I uh, thought was interesting, I was having a look there, you, a buying guide, uh, uh, helping folks, uh, giving some suggestions for cookers and different types of smokers. Yeah. Sort of thing, yeah. So. Just some basics. Um, you know, it's a starting place. Uh, you know, there are, there are a lot more people out there that know a lot more than I do sure. uh, and have better opinions, possibly more well-informed opinions. Derek Riches is one. He used mm-hmm. to be big with about, about.com. Um, but he's Derek, Derek Riches has got a website. Just, I think it's just Derek Riches.com where so. he, he does excellent work. Yeah. And, um, you know, it's a, it's funny, you know, I still find myself going to uh, the occasional message board right mm-hmm. but i used to hit like the barbecue brethren web uh, forums like a whole lot back in the day um and now it's it's uh i think facebook groups maybe have replaced that a little mm-hmm. bit yeah, yeah um so that's a nice place to there's one for the podcast if yeah. anybody's interested in checking that out just a friendly place where you can get some questions answered and yeah. And, uh, you know, showcase what you're cooking and so on and so forth. Awesome. And you've got some, uh, as, as I do, to help uh, keep the things going, you do have some sponsors. So uh, yeah. if you want to give a, a shout out to them, uh, 
Sure. Have at her. Yeah. Um, so one of my oldest sponsors is um, Chris with the cooking pellets, right. uh, pellet manufacturer, premium pellets um, available on Amazon or via the cooking pellets website. I am not sure how it works there in Canada, yeah. but I know here in the States, their stuff normally ships prime, which is nice. I mean, 40 pound bag of pellets yeah. to your door that you didn't have to lug around as a, as a good yeah. deal. Yeah. And that's all very, I mean, what you see on the bag of their products is what you're getting. Um, it says, you know, a certain kind of wood, it's that wood, it's yeah. not oils or other stuff. And yeah. it's fun. Um, their, their apple wood, apple, uh, product actually has, a um, the byproduct of yeah. um of apples from a cider yeah, factory or something you said right yeah it's yeah, like nice. right in there with the pellets nice. so you know they they and they have uh, great recipes and um a few podcast episodes of their own actually to check out the other sponsors um we've got uh chris gentry yep. with gentry's barbecue here in orlando florida he's got a store he's actually going to be moving into an even bigger location uh, in February, yeah. that's going to be a great event. Um, I, think I saw something about that on Instagram there. So, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. And, uh, you know, he's just, he's, he's a friend of mine, but you know, he really curates really, I, I think an excellent selection of products for his customers, things that you can't just find on hand anywhere. Uh, you're definitely not going to find the stuff he sells in his stores at like a, a big box store. Right. And, you know, not to say that some of that stuff isn't fine, but if you're looking for things that are really of a high quality that you know someone has kind of combed through to mm-hmm. to to be of a very very good uh, good quality, his shop's great. Like Smithy Cast Iron, you know, okay. they're out of South Carolina, okay. uh, Charleston area. It's all sort of hand hand forged um, cast iron. It's it's milled and finished. It's very smooth right. when it comes yeah. out of the shop and. Yep. Just really nice, cool stuff. Um, so yeah, appreciate Chris and his sponsorship. You yep. also have uh, Crisby, Crisby, yes, cast iron seasonings. Yes. Uh, Brad Stewart and his family, just the nicest people, and uh, you know their products have been the hallmarks, yes. the, the standard bearer for seasoning cast iron for a very long time now. Now they've got a wood conditioning product. I actually used to condition the handle of one of my mom's old, like 1970s era Chicago cutlery knives. Nice. <laughs> brought it back to life that yeah. was kind of nice to, to do and um yeah i had one of then, those uh, uh, a couple of years ago i took an old knife that had been my dad's uh, that's in, so neat in, man and to get sharpened and the guy said you need to do something about this wood or it's gonna start breaking on you so yeah got some yeah uh, got some uh, yeah wood treatment and uh the uh the crisby stick uh yeah i i've I have one of those in my cupboard after hearing them on your show. So there it, uh, yeah, the stick's great. They, the swipe, I like yeah. that because you just pull the ra- the pre soaked rag okay. out of the yeah. little thing and just wipe it around. It's really kind of cool. I haven't, uh, um, haven't seen those up here yet, but, uh, the stick, uh, one of the barbecue shops here carries their, uh, carries the oh, stick. Oh, cool. So, yeah. Yeah. Awesome. And then, you know, last but surely not least, you know, uh, Mike Steele and the guys over at Barbecue Champs Academy. Right. Um, for my money, they're the best source uh, for 4K Ultra HD multi-angle. You know, f- everything, see everything. You know that you want to see. Kind of tutorials on how to cook different things, from competition barbecue to competition steak to some holiday favorites, some you know, sort of tailgating or side items. Yep. Uh, 
and uh, also, you know, um, you know, just general backyard cooking, you know, and, and it's really nice that people can kind of cherry pick, you know, one or two classes here or there. You don't have to get roped into one big deal all at once and mm-hmm. you can kind of dip your toes in as you, uh, as you're able to Montana max, yeah. uh, a recent guest, his, his stuff's so great on there because again, he's, he's a guy that just is passionate about barbecue, um, comes from a musical creative background yeah. and he and his wife have done some cool stuff and they've got some fun things going over actually over on a uh, Twitch, which okay, yeah. I'm, I'm not familiar with it. You know, yeah, I never, yeah. not much of a gamer and I, I, I know it's used for many more things than that now, but, yes. uh, but yeah, it's, you know, Max is younger than I am. Yeah. And so, <laughs> you know, he can, he can play with the cool tools and yeah. I'll just enjoy the, the product of uh, what he and his wife are putting out there. Yeah. I've come to learn that it is a lot. It is more than just gaming. I've got a, a coworker that him and his uh, sister do regular music shows on there. So it's, uh, that's awesome. Yeah. It's uh, yeah. One of those websites. I've not, uh, I'm with you though. I haven't, uh, haven't, got, <laughs> <laughs> haven't found my oh. way over there. So. Oh dude, I've, I've got yeah. one cousin, her husband uh, is like, well, I said, you know, give me your number. We'll text back and forth because he likes to cook a little bit. And yeah. he's like, well, are you on? Give me your snap. I'm like, I I don't. Did you mean Snapchat? He's like, yeah. I'm like, okay, I'll join Snap and you will be my only friend yeah. that I have on Snap if that's what it takes. And that's pretty much how it is. So, yeah. yeah. And I'm lost on that thing, too. I don't know yeah. what I'm doing. Yeah, no TikTok here either, so. <laughs> Uh, Kevin, it's, uh, just a little over a week away from Christmas. Uh, this episode will be coming out early in the new year. Uh, what do you see on the horizon coming in 2022 for, for barbecue in general, and maybe anything specific with, uh, with the podcast? Um, well, uh, we'll always try to keep the, the episodes rolling. I've, I've got some great things I've recorded with, um, you know, some, some pretty well-known people, uh, that'll be coming out. But also, again, some folks who, um, folk that people may not know about as much, but we're trying to get their message out there. And so you can, you know, continue to look for, as you said, sort of that narrative, the mm-hmm. stories uh, behind, you know, the, the lives of the people I talk with. Competition wise, I know Memphis and May is moving to an alternative location. That's right. Yeah. Um, you know, they're doing some work there with Tom Lee Park. And uh, I mentioned, Gentry's barbecue, Chris Gentry. Mm-hmm. Um, word has it, you know, rumor has it that he might make a showing um, at that for the first time. We'll see oh, if no. that pans out. I hope yep. it's okay that I kind of like sprinkled that sure. little bit of information out yeah. there. Yeah. But, you know, he's like, anytime you own and run your own business, you know, we all have plans to do things. So hopefully it'll work out for him. But yeah. like I said, I'm excited about his new location mm-hmm. opening up. Um, right there in Orlando. And it's just such an exciting deal. I think he's going to be right next to like a, a McLaren dealership that's going in and it's super great uh, customer base for him no doubt, um, yeah. and, and things he's looking for you know, in terms of dealing with and, and just, uh, and the thing about Chris and anyone else that really owns their own sort of grilling store, but Chris specifically, you walk into his shop he's going to not just sell your product but he's going to make sure you don't leave until you know how to use it exactly right um so that's great and then uh just trying to get out and and you know travel a little bit more um you know there's my brother and i have been talking about doing maybe um you know, a little Texas run, nice. you know, he yeah. lives in the Colorado Springs area. Yeah, so great. we might do that. Meet and, uh, friend, 
yeah, and some friends of mine are are maybe talking about doing a little bit of a, you know, Carolinas tour. Mm. Definitely, I I've been to Charleston a couple times, but it was before sort of. Oh, lost you again. Can you hear me? I got nothing. No, you're on mute. You there? No. Hello. Can you hear me? I can't hear you. Nope. I got nothing. Weird. You can hear me, though? Hmm. Do you want to uh, jump out and come back in? Hey, hey, any better? Yeah, yeah absolutely. Weird. Yeah, that's what's strange. Going on. That's bizarre. Funny connection. Um, so you're just talking about uh, Charleston. Yeah. So you know, I, I want to hit um, Lewis Barbecue, but right. I also want to make sure I get to Rodney Scott's yes, place, indeed, and yeah. uh, you know, um, and and uh, you know, what is it? Um, it's a few. Uh, well, I think Charleston's just a great town for eating from. Yeah, and 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 Swig and Swine right. with uh, yeah, yeah. Di Bernardo. That's yeah. another thing. Anthony's got a great spot going there too. Yeah, yeah. awesome. Yeah, a buddy of mine up here. He's actually up in Edmonton in uh, Pitt County Barbecue. He's a, actually sponsors uh, my show. Uh, Peter, he was just down in North Carolina and hit a bunch of spots oh, down yeah. there. So he's yeah. uh, he does Carolina style whole hog uh, mm-hmm. catering and stuff up in Edmonton. So. Oh wow! Yeah, he's got his own. Uh, 
portable cooker that he designed and uh, had built and everything. So doing some awesome oh, that's stuff awesome. there. Yep. So well, that's uh, awesome, Kevin. Uh, where can folks find you? Uh, the barbecuebeat.com is the website, social media. Where are you at there? Yeah, uh, you can find the website, you know, bbqbeat, barbecuebeat.com. Um, while you're there, if you want to check out, there's a, a link there that gets you to the Facebook group. You can right. join us there to hang out and chat. Uh, there's a newsletter there if you want to sign up. It basically just is a way for me to update you on you know, future episodes. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Facebook presence, same. Uh, Barbecue Beat, I'm there. And uh, Instagram, you know, at Barbecue Beat. And uh, anytime you want to message me on those on those platforms, guys, please go right ahead. If there's somebody you want me to reach out to and talk with, let me know. Awesome. Uh, one thing I didn't ask you is uh, what do you cook on at home? So I've got a few uh, grills and smokers. I've got a um, uh, Green Mountain Grill. Mm-hmm. Um, Jason Baker and the folks over at Green Mountain are just—he's just wonderful people, and I really like the way they do business. Um, I've got a Hasty Bake. Nice, yeah. Uh, charcoal, you know, I guess it's grill slash oven. Uh, mm-hmm. For those of you who may not know in the audience, Hasty Bake—they are out of the Tulsa, Oklahoma area, and they actually predate Weber. Yeah, as a uh, barbecue grill manufacturer here in the states so definitely check those guys out um and uh i have a pk uh tx the little travel guy and uh i think oh and the smaller of the well not the smallest but the original pit barrel cooker yeah uh size i know they have a larger unit now that i'm actually kind of looking at a little yeah, bit the, but, X, the xl i think yeah. it is or something. yeah yeah but yeah. and noah and those guys at pit barrel are just yeah. the best so, awesome yeah. excellent man so uh question i ask everybody to finish the show it's yeah. uh it's dinner time you got one of those grills fired up what's uh what's the go-to for you uh you know what i really enjoy is just um going with uh Probably a, a a a steak or maybe a tri-tip, nice. something yeah. that cooks relatively quickly. Um, you know, I've had the good fortune of hooking up with the folks uh, John Scarborough and his family down in Midland, Texas, mm-hmm. with Midland Meat Company. They do right. a, you know, a, it's a fifty percent Wagyu, twenty five percent Hereford. That's the yep. the red red body white face. Yeah, uh, and then twenty five percent Angus okay. and. It, yeah. Just makes for an excellent, you know, well marbled but good eating steak. Sometimes pure wagyu can be a little like yeah, extra, a little much. So, yeah. so yeah, it's a nice, nice blend. So something of those along those lines would probably be a good, a good quick cook at my place. Awesome, Kevin. Uh, thanks so much for doing this. Uh, happy holidays yeah. to you and yours down there, and uh, all the Same best to you, Ryan. In, uh, thank, thank you. All the yeah. best in twenty twenty two. Thank you, sir. Have a great evening. All right, you do the same. You are listening to Canada's longest-running barbecue podcast, and it is time now for some barbecue news, brought to you by the Barrel Boss Cube, a family-owned and operated small business in Leduc County, Alberta, and the manufacturer of the original Canadian drum smoker. Whether it is in the backyard or on the competition circuit, Kelly Troy and the Barrel Boss Q team are driven by the desire to watch their clients showcase their cooking talents, to slow down a bit, and spend some quality time with family and friends. From entry level all the way to fully loaded models, Barrel Boss Q has the charcoal, drum smokers, and accessories you need to be the barbecue boss of your block or maybe get a walk at the next competition. Shipping to customers across Canada and the U.S., Barrel Boss Q spends time talking to their clients, 
to make sure each and every smoker they make is special and meets the needs of the customer. Barrel Boss Q is honored to be a part of their customers' barbecue journeys. You can follow them on Facebook and Instagram and visit them online at BarrelBossQ.ca to see the whole lineup. That's BarrelBossQ, the letter Q, dot C-A. And tell them you heard about them on the Eat More Barbecue Podcast. Well, folks, if you are a KCBS member, which I'm sure many of you are, just a reminder that the online voting for the Board of Directors is open until January 18th. Check your emails for the link and cast your ballot. The January 5th edition of the Smoke Sheet newsletter included a list of barbecue topics that publisher Sean and Ryan are looking forward to in 2022, including more steak cooking competitions. I'm hoping to see at least one of these here in Alberta this year, and with KCBS now holding their own version of the competitions, that seems more likely. I am interested to see how the organizers will deal with the steak vendor situation for Canadian competitions, though. Uh, KCBS contests, if you haven't been uh, paying attention or haven't heard, the competitors do supply their own steaks. You bring your own steaks to the competition. However, they must be very specific steaks purchased online from one of two vendors, and they have to be vacuum sealed uh, with the markings that they are KCBS steak competition certified steaks. Uh, curious to see how they will get around that for Canadian competitions. Perhaps they'll have some Canadian suppliers. We'll see. It will be something to watch for, and I'm sure there uh, will be a way to get to make it all work here north of the border. Next week, we head down to the Dallas area for a visit with the three people behind Halal Barbecue Pitmasters. Had a great conversation with them a couple of weeks ago. Looking forward to that one. You can find me online at www.eatmorebarbecue.ca and also at www.albertabbqtrail.ca where you can check out the listing of barbecue joints here in Alberta and get out there and show them your support. If you're not in Alberta, get out to your local barbecue joints and show them some love. Thanks to Alan Horbin for the great music on this and every episode of the Eat More Barbecue podcast. That's a wrap, everybody. See you all next week and keep on smoking. Mm-hmm.